This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for anxiety sufferers everywhere. Wake up each day feeling less and less anxious, but with more and more control with your host, Elaine Bligeon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your host, Elaine Bligeon, to A Mind Controlled Life. And with me today, I have a very interesting gentleman whom I met online on Facebook, to be precise, and he's called Ben. Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm good. And Ben helps coaches specifically sell high-ticket deals each month. And if you go to his site, you'll see that there are some very, very interesting articles there, even about mental health. And this is why, well, part of why, I've asked Ben to come and talk to us. Mm -hmm. So before we get into that, Ben, what could you just tell us uh, something interesting about you that maybe not a lot of people know about? Something interesting. I think um, online, specifically like on my Facebook, um, I'm, I'm pretty, I think people know me as a coach and running an online business. But I think what they don't realize is, I think they probably get an idea when they see my background that I'm musical, but they don't realize that I used to be a DJ. So I used to oh. DJ different places in the UK, DJ'd in Ibiza for a little while. Um, but that was pre-COVID. And then once COVID hit, everything changed and I went fully online. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so are you still DJing? No, no. I, I stopped DJing. Um, was it pretty much start of 2022? I was doing it on the side while I was still running my online business because I just okay. enjoyed it. But then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Um, the online business is like my real passion. And that's what I really want to kind of focus on so I thought I'm just gonna put all my energy into that all right okay that's cool so what about what you are doing what where's the passion I mean where does that come from because you don't get it from school presumably or <laughs> yeah you know, so my my views on school I, I think school's great like in terms of social life meeting people and you do learn like a little bit I do think there are some things that need to be changed in the school system, um, particularly particularly like maybe more mental health stuff, um, having a better mindset. If that was taught in schools, I think the economy would be a lot different. There'd be a lot more courageous yeah. people out there. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of where my passion lies, my kind of life ambition, my goal is to, first of all, make a lot of impact with other people. So that's where my passion for helping people um increase their business comes from so I love directly having an impact on people um that's kind of where it mainly stems from and then of course there is the (laughs) the more selfish side of it which is the the monetary financial side um but that comes second to helping people I think so when you were at school did you go to college and then uni or did you just yeah so I did sixth form and then I went to university I I did get my degree I was one mark off of a first which kind of (laughs) which hurt a little bit but yeah I got my degree um and then I did go into full-time work as well and I had always been doing like business from the age of probably I think it was 17 like I, you might you might have seen some of my posts online about all of the different business models that I've tried and failed mm. at. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did go to uni, got my degree, spent four years doing it. It was an experience, but if I was to advise anyone to go to uni, um, it I think definitely for some people it might be more suitable. Like if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, but in in other cases it might not be the right choice. But it's it's completely dependent on the person. I think. Yes, I listened to a podcast by Josh Forty, 
And one of his was, he starts off by saying, university is rubbish, don't go. <laughs> he qualifies it and says, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer where you have to go to university, mm. then yes. Yeah. But essentially, things have changed so much now mm. that for his parents, that was a way to get a good job and to make more money. Yeah. But now we're online yeah. and anyone can have a great income and have a great lifestyle. Yeah. So I have to go to university for that. Totally. So how did you, I mean, they say that comparison is, isn't a good thing, mm -hmm. but when you compare yourself to your peers, mm -hmm. are you the same or are you so different? And that's why you're online and being successful in your business. I think everyone, like, I think everyone is equal. I think everyone has, I mean, obviously the, there are different circumstances, but I think everyone has the same Everyone has a lot of resources, especially in today's day and age. Um, mm -hmm. I don't see myself as superior to anyone. I think we all come from, um, you know, relatively, some people are obviously less advantaged than others, but I think there is a, a pretty equal playing field. But it, at the end of the day, it all comes down to your mindset and how how willing you are to work on yourself in order to succeed at whatever goal you're striving for. I think that's what I meant. I didn't mean from a superior standpoint mm -hmm. I meant when you think about that willingness like you just mm -hmm. said do you did were you different in that respect than most of the guys that you you hung out oh uh, at school out? like in yeah. uni yeah yeah I definitely think there's a discrepancy between um some people I don't know where it stems from to be honest it might be like environmental I don't know if it's an upbringing I think I was fortunate um when I was growing up, I was exposed to a lot of different cultures. Um, my family would take me on holiday to different places. I'm half Malaysian, so we would always go to Malaysia. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. And seeing different parts of the world and like how people live, it kind of opens your eyes, mm -hmm. which kind of spurred me on to um, just work on myself. And, and I, I, I kind of have big goals. I've still got massive goals. Um, and I think one particular thing that springs to mind is I think I must have been about 16 or 17. And my mom handed me this book. I don't know where it is. It's lying around somewhere. And it's called Natural Born Winners. Can't remember who it was by. Um, but I, I only read the first one or two chapters. I never read the rest of the book. But in that chapter, it said something along, along the lines of when we're babies, we try something like 600 times to walk. And it takes us 600 attempts to walk. But as we get older, our willingness to... Um, keep failing in order to succeed like deteriorates so yeah. i thought if if our kind of willingness to fail deteriorates over time what happens if we just um if we just continue to be willing to fail in order to succeed then you can get whatever you want in life really yeah. you thought that at 16 well yeah after reading that book it's just that kind of the metaphor of the the baby trying to walk is just so powerful i think because we all lose that kind of um the willingness to fail and I think having that willingness to fail is what makes people successful in life I think you see I know you've just dismissed that mm. but that is huge really mm. because I was really into Anthony Robbins yeah. when he was like this big yeah, thing I loved him. and he talks about something similar mm. and he didn't have that same impact but then I had whatever else was going on in my mind yeah. and so for you to just read a couple of chapters mm -hmm. and then take that from it yeah. 
and then take it and run <laughs> shows that there's something really inspiring going on in your mind, mm. isn't there? There's something good in I, there. I don't necessarily think I'm special. I think, like, as humans, if you come across one particular thing and it's impactful on, in us, it sticks with us. And I think that was mm. just, just happened to be one of those things that I was fortunate enough to come across at that age and I think I'd already had a, a kind of aspiration to be successful and whatnot but that kind of thesis that kind of philosophy just spurred me on I think okay well, I'm going to I'm going to dig here mm-hmm. because you're, you're still dismissing something that I think is fundamental okay. right without I'm not trying to make it sound like you're superior mm-hmm. in any way yeah. but the comparison thing mm-hmm. You read that book and you read two chapters Mm -hmm. and yes, it impacted you. And I'm sure you've been around lots of people with potential or maybe they've read certain books, even the same books as you, Mm -hmm. but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. What's the difference? That's a a tough question. Um, What's the difference? So So they might read something, but they don't have the same kind of reaction is that what you're saying yes that's that's a tough one that's a tough question (laughs) I'm not really sure to be honest um maybe they just don't necessarily resonate with whatever they read um maybe they have a different kind of um they are just different as people and might resonate with different messages so it doesn't necessarily have to be with the you know, the whole success being successful thing, they might resonate with a different kind of message, like, um, I don't know, just being mindful and happy. Right, okay. So let me bring it back to, okay, your clients. Mm-hmm. So you have you came online, how many years ago? Have you, How many years have you been online? <sighs> I've been online a long time. I think in the field that I'm in, probably um, two years now. Right, okay. So over these two years, you would have met and spoken to a variety of people who want to make money online mm-hmm. and they're attracted to you because you can help them yeah. to close high ticket deals. Mm-hmm. There must be a difference and and I'm sure you've built up your own criteria about, yeah, that person, yeah, I could work with them. They will probably possibly go further than this kind of person. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about what you've noticed the patterns um i definitely think the clarity of your end goal um being completely clear on what it is that you want and why you want it and mm-hmm. i think the people who succeed not necessarily the fastest but the the people who succeed most of the time are the people who are in it for the right reasons um i think there's a lot of you know, with the way that the kind of internet's blown up over recent years and whatnot. And you get all of these different people online saying, you know, you can make money fast and get rich quick and whatnot. I think there's mm-hmm. an element of um, some people are in it for the wrong reasons, might not necessarily be selfishness. Um, so they're just in it for the financial gain. And I think when you're in it for um, just for yourself, just to make money, um, but you're not in it to actually give value and help people. I think that's yeah. where some people fall down in comparison to the other other people who prioritize helping people um, and actually giving value and making an impact. Those, when you do make that impact, that's when you compensate financially. So that, that makes sense, actually. 
And would you say then that your need to help came first and then the finances slightly behind or was it the other way around? Honestly, it was, so when I, in my earlier days, um, cause I've, I've failed at a lot of different business models. And I think um, that did stem from a place of selfishness. And in recent years, I've realized that it's the other way around. You have to give value first, then you, you, you compensate it financially. Um, right. And I think ultimately, like there might be a learning curve for most people who do that. They might have like a little while where they are in it for the selfish reasons. And then they realize if they're persistent enough and keep going, they realize why they're not, you know, being as successful. And then when you make that switch, that's when I think things change. So would you would you say then that okay with with people with anxiety we tend to because one one of your last posts that I commented on was don't let your feelings run run your behaviour yeah. your your schedule basically. Yeah. So how do you then do what you're doing mm-hmm. and? you're in a funk for whatever reason. Yeah. How do you get out of that to continue to do what you do? Yeah, I think, so I think, you know, being in a funk or being burnt out, I think there is a point where you do need to take a step back and recharge. Um, I think the, the um, I, I don't know whether it was a government or someone, um, some kind of government-based agency has um, made the diagnosis of burnout an actual condition so if you find yourself meeting the symptoms of burnout or whatnot I think it is important to you know take time off take a step back recharge yourself and then when you're ready get back into things but I think on the other side of that on the day-to-day you know the small moments when we don't feel like doing things for example if I wake up in the morning and I really don't feel like going to the gym like going to the gym is like the first thing that I do during the day um if I don't feel like it because I've been doing it for a long enough now um I'll I'll drop off my girlfriend at work and then I'm driving home but because I've already put my gym stuff on I do that automatically every morning I just naturally drive to the gym it doesn't really take conscious effort and I think that ultimately comes down to just building daily habits um habits are the most important thing when it comes to um having a good trajectory to a certain goal Progress isn't about like willpower and forcing yourself to do things, but it's about building daily habits that contribute to making 1% progress every day. And over time, that 1% builds up and that's how you, you know, get to your end goal. Okay. You said some really interesting things there, actually. And if I take you back to the beginning where you said that you failed at quite a few business models, how did you stop yourself from not taking that personally because I'm assuming you didn't take it personally and you just sort of got yourself up and just continued. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah. Well, I think firstly, one of the mistakes that I did was when I failed at a business model, I would switch to another and then try that one and switch to another. So I think I definitely suffered from shiny object syndrome. Yeah. Um, but the question was, how how do I keep on going? Yeah. Because if you've got anxiety, that one failure yeah can decimate yeah. it all yeah. and, and it, even if we can get ourselves to take that action yeah. as soon as we get that failure mm-hmm. and it's a clear out this is not working yeah. then we internalize it yeah. and then it goes round and round and round mm-hmm. but you've had from what you said lots of failures mm-hmm. but you still kept going yeah so i think that's interesting it all comes down to your identity um 
these failures, when you hit a wall, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a failure. It just means that it's part of the journey. It's a stepping stone. It's part of the journey. It's just a step that you have to take in order to get your own goal. So if you kind of internalize that and realize that, it makes it easier to keep on going because you just you realize that it's just a hiccup um, to get to your end goal. You're going to have to make mistakes. No one's perfect. No one has the perfect journey. Um, so just I think being willing to fail is really important. Like I say, you know, as a baby, we are all we try 600 times or something to walk for the first time. But as we grow older, that willingness to fail leaves us. Um, so I think, again, just having that willingness to fail is a superpower <laughs> yeah it is it, it really is and you're saying so many interesting things and i know i can't go on so <laughs> <laughs> it's just you mentioned about identity mm-hmm. and you're for you it's just right okay well i know i've failed i'm willing to keep failing so i'll just keep going yeah. where did <clears throat> your identity of you being able to do that come from mm. did you invent it did, did you read about <laughs> it what happened i think it was um you know having aspirations i kind of model the people who i look up to so like successful people and the common trait among successful people i, I don't consider myself successful at all yet um i think right. the common trait amongst successful people is the threshold of you know failure and pain if you are able to understand that this temporary pain is necessary to get to your end goal. That's that gives you the courage to keep on going. And I think it, I didn't definitely didn't invent it. Um, this is something that I've, I've learned from um, modeling people who are the place where I want to be. That's very cool. <laughs> so, so you, I know you, you. So you've been two years where you are now, mm. and then you had what six or so years before that where yeah. you're trying various things. Yeah. So it's eight years. Yeah. Have you either consciously or unconsciously developed your own success strategy that you can think, right, I've got I've got all these big goals. I'm going to take my success strategy and put it in this. Mm-hmm. And I know even if it takes me a long time, I'll get there. Yeah. Or is it just you try one thing, doesn't work, and then you'll try something else? How, how do you work? It's, I think, fundamentally, one thing that I've realized, especially um, suffering from shiny object syndrome, I don't know if the listeners know what shiny object syndrome is but it's basically when you are you know you're shooting for a goal um things might not work out and then you shoot for something else because you think it's more attractive it presents more opportunity but yeah. in doing that you basically start from scratch again if you keep on doing that you never make any progress um so understanding that just sticking with one thing and doing it until it works um right. just be willing to do that and i think ultimately you will achieve whatever you want that's so cool. Mm-hmm. You're so laid back, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, my friends my friends tell me if I was any laid back, I'd be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I love it. You just, you've just taken it all in. You strive. <laughs> and so my last question, because I don't want, I want to keep it short, mm-hmm. is how, what's, how would you describe your mental health? Um, I think at the end of the day, I'm human. Everyone's got um, their own issues, you know, no matter if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you've got different type of issues to other people. Um, I think everyone needs to take care of their mental health. Um, fundamentally, as long as you're happy, that's all that really matters. In terms of, so with, with the question, how do I take care of my mental health? Yeah, 
Yeah. No. Well, how 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 would you describe how it? Would how describe would you describe it? your mental health? Personally. I mean, I've definitely suffered from anxiety before, I think. I think everyone does um, to some level. Uh, I would say because I've got, because I focus a lot on um, self-development and building my mindset. Like, as you can see, there's a a rack of books, which are some of my favorite nonfiction books of like, which are all based on mostly like mindset. And I think if you've got that obsession of getting what's up here correct, um, yeah. it makes you so much more able to take on the world and just cause it, because you have these clear concepts of why what's happening is happening and how to get through it um, and if you have that understanding it makes life a lot easier I think yes yes cool you're very cool <laughs> yes you just need your sunglasses on <laughs> that was that was brilliant thank you so much I've got so many more questions and I won't ask you them now so so what I've gotten from you is it's much more about understanding and knowing that when you fall down, mm-hmm. you get up and you keep going towards your goal. Yeah. However, you choose one thing and you stick to it to make it work. Mm-hmm. Except if that thing doesn't actually work for you and your own personality, maybe mm-hmm. that's when you swap. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is, is that is that fair? Totally, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, there's there's one great video of Steve Jobs back in the noise and he says everything that you see around you is built by people no smarter than you um oh. and i think having understanding that and understanding the people who build all of this stuff are just normal people like us but because they have the understanding of having the right mentality the right mindset they're able to achieve these things so just understanding that really helps contribute to your success and getting your end goals i think oh that's cool <laughs> right okay um is there anything that you would like to promote about what you do so that listeners who think yes he is so definitely cool i want him to be my coach (laughs) what would you what would you want to tell people Mm -hmm. yeah i think i've got a real passion for like helping people change their lives directly so people who want to build a business online um i'll help you do that my specialty is in coaching specifically so if you have some kind of expertise where you think it's worth people um you know paying you for that kind of transformation um if you want to build a business out of that you can have a word with me i'll I'll basically help you build out um a structure of how to operate that business and help you build something which is really special and makes an impact most of all and where could they find more about you yeah if you just head to my facebook i've got facebook um and youtube my facebook link is facebook.com hold on let me quickly have a look i'll, I'll put it in the show notes yeah, so it's, it's, it's facebook.com slash ben gibson.io um i've right, also got okay. youtube you can just type in ben gibson and you should hopefully find me all right i didn't know you had youtube yeah. i saw you <laughs> Right, so I'll put both those links in the show notes. And yes, thank you very, 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 very much. That was actually very interesting. <laughs> Been a so pleasure. Thank you, cool. Elaine. You're welcome. So just remember, everyone, you can have a mind controlled life. And if, like Ben, you have quote unquote failed and you want to keep succeeding, just remember to pick yourself back up and keep going and make the thing that you're doing work. And I shall speak to you soon. <laughs>